It's time to go. That's the title of my message. It's time to go. Can you say that with me? It's time to go. That's the title of my message. I'm going to read a couple of portions of the first two verses of Exodus 5 and verse 1 and 2. So if you have it there, of course, you've already turned. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh. So we're in the middle of this story. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, let my people go. Now that's the most familiar of Moses' expressions. He says it to Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast. And then it continues. Now let's jump down to verse 2 and I'm going to read only the final portion of verse 2. I, and this is Pharaoh's words, I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. So my message is entitled, It's Time to Go. I'd like you to put your Bibles down. Let's, let's lift our hands and let's pray for God to bless His Word in our hearts, everybody in this building. Father, right now, I pray that you will touch this frail messenger. Pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that they will receive the Word of God. That your power will work, Lord, as we've already heard. Miracle working power in our lives. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Now, the Holy Ghost has wonderfully touched so many of you under the sound of my voice today. There are many things. Some have come from different walks of life. Some are fairly new. You, you don't know a lot about apostolic tabernacles. Some of you uh, have, are fairly new to even understanding Christian ideas and principles at all. But you have been wonderfully touched by the Spirit of God. God has done something special for you. And you have seen in a symbolic sense Moses as God readies his people to accomplish his purpose. That is to say, just like it was in the time of Moses, you have seen it in some expression, some way. Maybe the ministry of the church or various ministries. You have seen God as he is readying his people to accomplish a purpose. Now, Satan hates it and I'm... uh, so enjoyed that Bible study Brother French thank you for uh, giving us a good word this morning he taught on being the reflecting the light and oh my goodness I I wish I had taught that lesson that was a a marvelous lesson but and I and all I could think of was ways in myself that that I want to reflect the Lord and what I'm doing I want to be a reflection of God and you have seen Moses in the hearts of God's people you have seen Moses and the and the semblance of that man as God readies his people and the God of heaven is telling you it's time to go That's what the Holy Ghost is speaking. Now, for some of you that can't interpret it, you're wondering, what's this? What's this? I feel it. I wanted to go there. And the Lord said, don't go there. Don't do that. That's not my will for your life. And then all of a sudden, you didn't know how to interpret it. But what the Lord was saying is, it's time 
to go. There's something happening and I am preparing you for the time to go. The reason for that, my friend, is that Egypt, everyone say Egypt, no matter how new you are, no matter how worldly you've been, no matter if you've been the greatest sinner, if you just got out of the, the most uh, uh, darkest darkness or the deepest prison cell, or you've been the most vile of the vile, if you have received the mercy of God, you have stepped into the light of the presence of God, and Egypt is no longer your home. Praise God. Egypt is not for you. And so we're not even going to leave as the story of Joseph tells us. Oh, and I wish I had some voice. We are not even going to leave our bones because Joseph said, I'm going to die in this land. But when you leave here, when it's time, I want you to take my bones. Symbolically, that means that there's nothing in this world that has us. Praise God. Oh, I wish you'd help me preach this morning. But Pharaoh and the world, in its opposition to God's lordship and, and uh, deity, and those of you that are blinded and, and uh, you don't recognize how the world undermines the will of God, <coughs> and you don't see that there are many places and times, there are things that are happening, but you're new. You have, you have seen the glory of God. I, I really, I wish every saint, I wish if you had the Holy Ghost for 10 to 15 to 20 years, I wish that you would get a burden for the message that I'm preaching. I've only got a few minutes to preach it, but I, I really do. I wish that those of you that look around and you see someone that has only stepped out of Egypt, I wish to God that we would get a burden that says something is happening God is doing something and one of those things is the Lord is showing us that the old for example racism this world is full of racism where it's become the topic of the last several months. We live in a world where things such as racism are rampant and we, we tell ourselves all these funny little stories to pretend it doesn't happen. And then we do things and we think that, oh, well, it doesn't matter. But God begins to say, wait a minute. No, 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 you can't stay here. That's Egypt's way. That's not my way. I'm calling you forward. You must do better than that. The Holy Ghost is drawing us beyond the opposition to God's will. Pharaoh, who does not represent presidents or kings, he represents a spirit, a spirit of the end time, at least in my thinking today. And so you please bear that in mind. Pharaoh and the world oppose the very lordship of God. They do not yield themselves to the way of God. We're finding it, for example... In the moral condition of our culture. We're finding it in Hollywood. Hollywood crossed the line. Decades ago. And God said that is enough right there. Some say oh but boy they've got the money. They're racking it in. Let me tell you my friend. You can have all of the cattle. You can have all the gold. You can have all the monies this world can afford. And it will mean nothing to you when it's time to go. What is important is that you realize that 
God is Lord of my life and I will respond to it. Now I know because the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost assured me most certainly that there are people sitting on apostolic pews today that need to hear the pastor remind them that we cannot get comfortable just where we are. God is going to plan for us to move beyond what we have just received. For example, if you have repented, that's good, but you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's important. You need to take that step. Now, sometimes that's difficult for people. And so the Lord is waiting for you. It's time. He's calling. You can hear it. It's as though some of you have been baptized, but you're not really sure about the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues. But the Holy Ghost is drawing you to receive the Holy Ghost. And just my brother, for example, was selling drugs to kids. We were the biggest bunch of losers on the planet. And uh, he was out there uh, selling uh, all kinds of drugs to kids. And he was figuring out ways that he could meet kids in little elementary uh, schools and sell them drugs. He was so drugged up himself that I, after I got the Holy Ghost, then of course I was perfect. So I told him, I, my name's Talmadge, his name is Treatise. We have two very common names. And so I told him, I said, you're a loser. You're a loser. You're selling drugs. He said, what, I'm, the, I'm a loser. He said, you're going to that little old church where they shout and babble in languages nobody knows. And, and they cry and they talk about a God they can't even see. He's trying to infer that, that, that I was the loser. And since I was four years younger, I had to win the battle. So I said, no, no. No, you're a loser because you're trying to get kids uh, hooked on drugs. You're, you're trying to pull people into a lifestyle that will destroy them. And I said, when God's done, you're going to get the Holy Ghost. You're going to speak in tongues. What's going to happen to you? I'm not going to get no, any Holy Ghost. He, he used to call that Holy, the Holy whatever. You're going to get that Holy whatever. And he said, you went down there to Arkansas and got that Holy, uh, that Holy Ghost business. He said, that is the spookiest thing I've ever heard of. I said, well, that spooky thing is getting ready to get all over you because God's not done with you. And he called me one night. He said, I'm on my way to Arkansas. We lived in a way up in Flint, Michigan. He said, I'm on my way to Arkansas. I said, what's happened? He said, you're not going to believe it. I said, what? He said, it's worse than you prophesied. He said, I dropped my girlfriend off last night and I had a Bible. I got to thinking, you know what? Maybe this whole world is, why am I putting my trust in this whole world? He said, I, I reached down to get my Bible. My girlfriend got out and went in and I, before I even drove away, he had a little yellow, uh, little Toyota, I forget what they call those little tiny things. And he said, I reached down. I had gotten a Bible because you said you got to get a Bible. And he said, I had put it under my seat of that car. And I reached under to get that Bible like this. And when I touched it, started to pull it out. He said, all of a sudden, he said, I begin to feel something. He said, it was scary. He said, I begin to cry. I begin to say, oh God, is this you? God, oh God. 
Are you coming in this car? He said, I can't believe it. My kid brother of all people. He warned me. I told him about the, you know, some of that southern gospel music. And I asked him if he'd ever heard of the happy goodmans. He said, the happy what? I said, yeah, the happy goodmans. They sing a bunch of really good songs. I'm learning them. I'm getting into real music now. Instead of that, the rock and roll, I'm getting into the happy goodmans. He laughed his head off. But sitting in his little Toyota in the front of his girlfriend's home, she'd already slipped in the house, didn't even know what was going on. He said, all of a sudden, he said, Talmadge, he said, I'm going to tell you what happened. You've warned me and warned me and warned me that I was going to fry my brain. I said, no, no, I never warned you. I told you, you have already fried your brain. Your brain is gone. He would say, I've got a brain. No, you haven't. You just, that's how fried you are. You don't even know your brain is gone. You're taking these drugs. He said, and you were right. He said, all of a sudden in my car, I was starting and I said, God, if you're real, I'm ready for you. I'm ready, God, if you're real. And he said, I lost my mind. He said, for a solid hour, I began to talk out of my head in languages I didn't know. I was just talking like a fool. I said, what? What? In your car? I mean, I was even shocked. I said, in front, out there in that mess of a place you've been living, you got the... He said, what has happened to me? I said, well, treat us, I'm going to tell you what happened to you. I don't know how, because you are a complete sinner. You're the worst sinner that I know in the world. So I wasn't expecting this. But he said what you got last night. He was on his way to Arkansas. He said, I said what you got last night, what happened to you, is what the Bible calls the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They shall speak with new tongues. He said, oh. That's what it was. It was that Holy Ghost. It got a hold of me. He said, I want to tell you, the first thing I did this morning is I took my cigarettes out and I twisted them in a big ball like this and I threw them in a gutter and I said, never again. I took my drugs and I threw them away. He said, something has happened to me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. So the devil says no, but God says yes. It's almost your time. God is calling you. Praise God. I told him, I said, Talmadge, uh, uh, treat us. I'm Talmadge. Uh, Treat us. Let me get that right. I'm Talmadge. You're wondering now who's lost their brains. All right. I said, treat us. You need to get down here and you need to get baptized in Jesus' name. That's what you need to do. So get down here. I was trying to maintain my super spirituality. But I hadn't got the Holy Ghost in a car, a Toyota. And I didn't talk in tongues for an hour and no preacher there. Never heard a sermon. 
As I begin to pray, the Holy Ghost began to move upon me. And I begin to realize that God was doing things that man could never do. And that no Pharaoh could ever stop. There's not a demon in hell that can stop what God has begun in your life. When he walked in the door, and I'm going to finish it because I feel led to it. I wasn't even going to mention this. But when he walked in the door after that uh, 600-mile trip, whatever it is, from Flint to Memphis, he walked in. We lived in West Memphis. That's the Arkansas side. And he walked in the door, and he was sopping wet from head to toe. I mean sopping wet, dripping. That's sopping. You don't use that word here. Um, he was, okay, not sopping, but he was drenched. You use that word? He was soaked from head to toe. He had water dripping off his nose. And my folks weren't in the church. They were like, of course, he did weird things, but they were really taken by that. Sopping wet, walked through the door. They said, what's wrong with you? He said, oh, man, I'm, I've got religion. I've got God. I said, hey, what, what, what happened? You got baptized or what? He said, of course I did. You told me I had to get baptized. I said, I know, but after you got here, you were supposed to get here and let me parade around and say, I got a brother to be baptized. Oh, no, he said. You know the, the creek outside of Memphis here, right along it, a certain place said, yes, sir, I know, I know all about it, but I, I know that, but who, who baptized you? Oh, he said, I, I, there was a tree there and, and a big old branch. I just ran and grabbed the branch and said, I baptized myself, and I grabbed the branch and baptized myself right there. I started feeling real spiritual again. Oh, oh I said, okay, there it goes, see? You fried your brain is what you did. Now God's going to take care of all that. But you got to come to God. I was able to usurp my kid brother authority, which was very weak. But God had a plan. And God is moving in people's lives here today. You, you don't even recognize. You're thinking it. You're wondering about it. But suddenly the Holy Ghost is reminding you, you must go forward. Let my people go is more than a slogan. It is a call from heaven. Do you see that? It's not a request. It's God's demand because you can't find the love and the power of God and just settle down in Egypt, my friend. It will never be that way. You are being called. You are being called forward. You can hear the Spirit. It calls out it reaches it urges this world is not our comfort zone we must let God lead us so what does the enemy do he says no not letting them go so what do you say as I come to a close the world will say no it doesn't matter who cares that's what they say but what do you say this isn't going to be your favorite uh, story but uh, so, I'm not, and I'm not meaning any disrespect, but I want to make a point. So, some years ago, and, and my voice, of course, is horrific, but some years ago, doesn't matter when, you can look it up. It, it just, just let me tell the part I want to tell. This story came out when, when the governor of Massachusetts was running for re-election, and uh, 
doesn't matter what. Uh, of course, his name was Hunter, Governor Hunter, Christian Hunter. He had rushed and got to a, uh, a barbecue where he was going to hug little babies and, and all that and uh, running for re-election. And he got there quite late and he was, uh, in his own words, famished. He was just ready to eat. So he, uh, he got in, in, in the line and it was moving kind of slow. And uh, he watched them as the lady handed him one piece of chicken. So he said to the server, Excuse me, do you mind if I get another piece of chicken? He said, I'm very hungry. I'm quoting now from the piece that I had. She responded, Sorry, sir. I'm supposed to give one piece to each person. He repeated, But I'm starved. To which she replied, only one to a customer. Very harshly. I told you it's not going to be your favorite story. But now, here's where you need to buckle your seatbelt, okay? Hunter, running for re-election for governor of the state of Massachusetts, decided that he would use the full force of his office. And so he said, Madam, do you know who I am? I am the governor of this state. And he waited for the pompous, the pomp and the splendor. She answered, and here's where you need to kind of hold on to it, your seatbelt. Do you know who I am? I'm the lady in charge of the chicken. Now move along. Now, that's extreme. And you say, I can't believe, Brother French, you'd remind us of that little historic moment in the life of Christian Hunter running for years ago, running for the governorship of Massachusetts. I do so for one reason. And even though it may seem odd and we cringe in amazement that someone could be so uh, interesting. But sometimes, my friend, you've got to stop letting people boss you around. It's time for you to tell the devil, get out of here. Oh, that felt good. Hallelujah. I would never say that to a governor, but oh, I love saying that to the devil. God's calling you to get more out of his power than just setting where you are. More out of his salvation than just saying, oh, well, I I got the Holy Ghost. No, no, don't you see? God's got more. It's time to go. The Spirit of God is calling you forward. It's pushing you into power and his holiness and into his word. Television used to dominate and Worldly things used to mean so much. But now it's time to go. That's what the Holy Ghost is saying. Let my people go. Now, you're about to see waters roll back in your life. Just like the Moses story. That's what God is about to do for you. If you can let Egypt go... 
Let go of this world. I don't mean despise the world and hate the world. I mean let go of the things that control you in this world and begin to say yes to God and His forward movement in your life. The enemy's going to be swallowed up just like Pharaoh's forces were swallowed up in the Red Sea. But you are going to walk through on dry land. God has a purpose for your life. Be ready because in a moment in the twinkling of an eye see I want to pastor you just give me just a second here. Everybody say praise the Lord. Let me, let me pastor you just a little bit right here. Jesus is surely about to come again. He will fulfill the prophecies of the Bible. He will do so. The dreaded book of Revelation and all of that, I won't, I won't belabor it. And you've come this far by faith. Some of you have been through death itself. You did not know how you could get through. But God came through for you. You've come this far by faith. Why would you hold on to the world when it's time to go? It's there. It's time to go. That's what the Holy Ghost is saying. And let me say this. You can believe. I believe this. You can believe in these last days because there's a movement going on. It's like the Holy Ghost is saying, just ask me. Just put me to the test. You can believe God for your family and God is going to do things like he has never done before. Would you really want to leave your family behind? Then don't delay for a moment. Part of your preparation is getting your loved ones Ready to go. Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you for what we feel today. Thank you for what you're telling us and how you're getting us ready. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Let's stand, shall we? All across this building. I want us to bring our loved ones to the Lord as we we're, we're, we're done we're about to leave we're about to walk out of this building but I'd like us to do it from around the front if you're over here just 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 come we're not going to be long just come straight to the front and here's what I'd like you to do I'd like you to be just pray and just lift your hand like this and say yes I'm praying for a loved one maybe it's a co-worker someone that you're that you have a great deal of concern for and you're praying for loved ones maybe it's children Maybe it's a husband or a wife or maybe it's parents, but it's loved ones that you have great concern for. I'd like you to bring them to Jesus and bring them to this altar today because God is getting ready and he's telling us it's time. So would you just lift that hand? That's beautiful. Just make, just make as much room as you can. That's it. Now let's lift that other hand up. Father, right now... I believe in you because your spirit is powerful. God, you are able to do what no man can do. 
you can work in us oh God the work of the Holy Ghost the power of God in our lives Lord I pray that holiness I pray that you'll move us on into holiness move us into the presence Thank you for classrooms all across this sanctuary I want you to pray for one person I want you to pray for the person that you believe right now God is directing you to pray for that they will be saved and ready to go when it's time would you would you pray for that person right now no we don't need a lot of music here let's just let's just pray that's it now let's pray in Jesus name father I believe you for this life I believe you can make a way for them it may seem impossible. It may seem like it could never happen. But we are believing God. We know the time is getting away. We know that now is the time. We cannot wait to be moved later. Not when you're calling us, Lord. Because it's time. And we've got to be about your business. So young and old, I pray for them. No matter what it is or where they are, I pray for them right now. And we give you all of the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I, I know we've got to go, but before, before we dismiss, could you reach over and, and uh, find someone you could maybe take them by the hand or, or put a hand on a shoulder or, or, or put your hand uh, on top of their hand or some way an expression that we're praying for one another we know that you're doing you have called me you are doing I will Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes, yes. God is doing a special work here. Now, what's important is that we have faith. That we have faith. Not that we're perfect. Because you're not going to be perfect. You can't be perfect until you're perfected by the Word and the Spirit. That comes with the working of the Holy Ghost. But right now, you can respond to it. And say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's, let's be dismissed. Let's bow our heads all across this building. Father, something is happening. 
we hear your voice we want to respond in faith and we have today with all our might responded to the call we ask God that now mighty things will happen waters will roll back that armies will be defeated that great things will come on behalf of those we've prayed for and our families oh God bring us back tonight to remember our heritage touch every life and bless each one because we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Can you say praise the Lord? Oh, beautiful spirit of the Lord that's here. Now, I want you to shake hands if you want to leave. Just, you're dismissed. Greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you today.